0: Beautiful. Hey, it's Minister Jay. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, We're going to continue today. All right. Don't forget to grab your free resources at www.doodwiththebible.com. And uh, yeah, you can check check out all our uh, social media. Uh, Thanks so much for the people on TikTok. Uh, You guys have been great. Thank you so much for the support. I hope you're enjoying the channel. You'll also see I've updated. I started posting a few theological terms um, just from systematic theology, which I think is really important. And oh, yeah, another plug for this for people who support this channel. If you are serious about growing in your walk with the Lord, but you don't have the time to maybe go to Bible school, things like that. You don't necessarily need to unless you call it a fivefold ministry, but there are some really good channels I recommend that you join or that you subscribe to. That's The Beat by Alan G. Parr, Mike Winger, uh, What Do You Meme, right? Uh, and also follow Alisa Childers or Elisa Childers. I think that's how you say her name. And also Melissa Doherty, right? These are YouTubers that I really recommend you follow. Um, and you know, it'll, it'll definitely help grow your walk in the Lord, go back and watch their, their old YouTube content for ministers that you should follow online that are great with, you know, learning biblical principles and really kind of bringing things home, uh, and educating yourself, check out RC Sproul, Tim Keller. Uh, you should also check out, um, Tony Evans, who's really, really good. Um check out, oh yeah, check out um the one-minute apologist as well. You see, you you'll see links to that on my channel. And check out Frank Turek as well, another really good apologist. And consider Tim Delina and Carter Conlin as well, right? Those there's those are some pastors in New York City. And also, Francis Chan and Zach Poonin. All right. All right, guys. And just email me at dudewiththebible at yahoo.com if you need more information on that. Uh, if you're looking for a church, if you're looking for uh, you recommendations and suggestions for Christian counseling, family counseling, um, and the like. All right, guys. So, Matthew chapter 8. When Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him. And the leper came to him and bowed down before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, see that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. And when Jesus entered Capernaum, A centurion came to him, imploring him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, fearfully tormented. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion said, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go. And he goes and I say to another, come. And he comes and to my slave. Do this. And he does it. Now, when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who were following, truly, I said to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. I say to you that many will come from east and west and recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said to the centurion, go, it shall be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed that very moment. All right, this is this is so cool. All right, so let's let's unpack this, guys. I won't jump too much into, you know, I'm going to inundate you with the Greek and the Hebrew, although there's a really good um, free website uh, that helps you with that. Uh, on through through Bible Hub. On, you can access it through com. Anyway, guys, Jesus is so serious about faith. He is super serious about faith. What do we see from the leper? What do we see from the man who needs to be healed? What do we see from the centurion in Capernaum who wants to see his servant healed, right? What do we see here? It's people having crazy faith. They are yielded to God. They believe in God's power to heal them. Think about how crazy that is. For hundreds of years, no one's really hearing of. people are just dying from their, they're seeing people die and they're dying from, you know, disease and sickness. Tormented by demons, all kinds of things. Yet they choose to believe, even if they've never seen anyone around them healed and delivered. But they've heard of Jesus. They've heard of his work. And it's like when you're at your bottom dollar, when you have nothing else to hold on to, you have the love of God. You have the ministry of Jesus. Guys, ask yourself today, do you have that crazy faith? Ask yourself, do you want to be, I'll say this, ask yourself if you want to be healed and delivered so that you can be a better Christian, so that you can be a better child of God, so that you can have a deeper walk with God. Now you're going to hear some pastors say, oh, ask God for faith for a a really nice car, a beautiful, a a, a rich husband or a vacation in Maui or Bali and Bora Bora or, you know, for earthly things that aren't necessarily beneficial to the kingdom. Those things aren't bad things. It's it's our inordinate desire for them that have nothing to do with the kingdom that, that's problematic. But I'm not here to tell you that you should have faith for things. Have faith because God is God, because of who you see God to be, because of Jesus's power. And its character. Jesus was is the only figure in history who genuinely showed love for all of mankind, and he was the only person, and will be the only person, who healed people, and how the had the power has the power and dominion to heal people on a whim, according to their faith and belief. Guys, I just want to point out the faithfulness of these people and Jesus's response and how much it moved him. Because when you have faith in God, it shows that you, you believe in his person. You're acknowledging his power. You're acknowledging his credibility. And you're saying, I want to have a relationship with you, God. Does that excite you today? Does that make you happy and bring joy to your heart? The fact that God wants you, he pursues you, and that all it takes is faith. Faith is free, there's a cost. You have to forsake the desires of the world, forsake your idols, and put God first in everything that you do. And ask him to show you how to do that. All right. Guys, thank you so much. This is, uh, we're going to go slowly through Matthew chapter 8. This is the first half, but let that, you know, let that drive you home. You should read the scripture on your own and ask the Lord, you ask the Holy Spirit to really reveal the scripture to you. Or you. You could say, ask the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit, same thing, right? But your intention is that have faith that this word, these concepts and the actions of these individuals. And God's response, let it minister to your heart and build your walk with Christ. God bless you guys.